What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HTS Pro Talk, your weekly Halloween sports podcast. Oh, audio technical difficulties and all this episode 238. Maddie, shut the fuck up. We're getting to it. This is episode 238 for the week of June 5th, 2022. The title of this episode is Doing Whatever It Takes to Win. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire in the red shirt. And this week I'm joined by the man in the blue shirt, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? No, I was doing fine. You know, I showed Until? up, took my work shirt off. I had this HCS blue shirt on underneath. We sit down and Josh looks over. He goes, oh, hold on. He runs out of the room. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? He's wearing a Space Station shirt. I was. Comes back, bursts in the room, just red HCS shirt. Now we're kind of matching and not matching at the same time. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because you have the blue cord I do. on your mic, and I have the red cord on my mic. And, and matching, matching hats. hats. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> If you guys couldn't tell, we spend a lot of money on fucking merch. So there's, there's that. There's that. There's that. Um, Josh, you want to let the people know what we got on this episode? Well, first, I want to oh, say welcome okay. to everybody who is tuning in to the live show. How y'all doing? Hello. Uh, Justin, thank you so much for the 17-month resub as well. You get a woo! Uh, Martin, welcome as well. No, no. Um, Maddie Rums and Beth, hello, everybody. Hope you guys are having a great night so far. Everybody who else is tuning in, thank you so much as well. And then uh, as we just started, Bert Eastwood, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Um, Will, on this week's episode of the show, we have the following. Another grassroots tournament organizer takes a break. Money Tuesday is back with a vengeance. We have our topic around recent roster mania news and orgs communicating rosters with players. So we're going to loop roster mania into the topic. It's going to be the same thing. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, we have some spicy tournament recaps and we have CDL major three results where guess what? The rocker didn't do anything without further ado. Let's get into the competitive news. Blue team tournaments takes a break. This is by blue team TO. It is with sadness that today we announce that blue team tournaments will be stepping away from hosting online Halo tournaments indefinitely. This decision was not made lightly. However, the current state of the game is a difficult environment to run online tournaments, especially for smaller TO groups. This was not the news we wanted to share after a hiatus of following our road to infinite FFA series. We had several tournaments planned in the pipeline for the rest of the year, but we felt that the current state of Halo would not allow us to run tournaments at the quality we find acceptable for the players. We hope to see progress in the game state that will allow smaller TO teams to run online tournaments more efficiently and smoothly. Thank you to those who understand and or respect this decision, and we wish all Halo players the very best. Um, I already put a tweet out there this morning, but uh, Bobetta and crew, um, like I said, I really hope that this is just a bump in the road. Um, we loved the road to FFA series that you guys had that it was an incredibly um, fresh idea leading into the release of the new game. And yeah, we all hoped and wished that it, things were in better States uh, systems were in a better state, whatever it may be. Um, but just know that we'll always be thinking about you and we hope that you're back as soon as fucking possible because it won't be the same without you guys. So, but wishing you the best. Um, the only other thing I'm going to say is that I hope you just take this time to relax. Um, because what we talked at, we talked at Raleigh, right? 
Yes. Yeah. We talked at Raleigh and uh, you, you were talking about how much of an undertaking it was to do the road to uh, F- the road to infinite FFA series and everything else that's been going on. So it's like, take the time, relax. Um, and we just hope to see you back bigger and better than ever. Yeah. Well, um, we're starting the new segment off with a couple downers. Okay. And then we'll, <laughs> then we'll get into the, to the uppers, if you will. We're, don't do drugs, kids. Um, ranked matchmaking update. This is by Unishek. <laughs> DJ Will in the booth. <laughs> there you have it. Following up here. This morning, we made some changes to the skill parameters and rank to help with this. It may be a bit looser, but we wanted to get, we want you to get games consistently. Tagging Eco, Mickwin, and Barcode 2. Please let us know how things feel after today's update. So this was an update to the matchmaking system for ranked, um, which made it so the top, this, which supposedly was to make it so the top tier Onyx players were able to find matches more quickly um, because, frankly, they just weren't able to find matches. So barcode replied and he said, Hey, Unishek reporting back. Uh, games have been a tad more consistent. I do eventually find games now at least, but sometimes still timing out and have noticed. It's usually very similar players that I'm uh, versing have in my game, but at least the max amount I've timed out has been twice. Well, another update, Unishek, uh, games have rapidly slowed down and beginning to not find games anymore. Just timed out three times. So doesn't sound like it worked, but there's that. Justin said it made it harder for me. And now I just get paired against Onyx players. Maybe you should just get good. Justin, God, quit blaming the game, bro, man. I'm just kidding. All right. Let's talk about some good news. Mickwin wants back in. Now, the reason why I put this in the show notes. Oh, there's, there's Vicky in the chat, by the way, the twinning. Going on tonight. Yes. Uh, the only reason why, like Will cited at the beginning of the show, the only reason why I'm wearing this red shirt right now is because you were wearing the blue and I had the red and I ran upstairs to go get the red. So that's where we are. Um, but yeah, the only reason why I'm including this McWin tweet in the, in the show is because he still clearly wants to play competitively. Um, he said it multiple times on a stream. Um, And I included it because I love that passion, regardless of the state that the game's in currently. um, He clearly wants to compete. Uh, And the tweet said 147 more. Um, This was a reply to his tweet that he is like 250 more or whatever it was as in days before he's able to compete again. So for those who don't know uh, those that had previously worked on the game um, or were in the forerunner program, uh, weren't able to compete for, I believe what, uh, a year or until after worlds. Yes. So for at least Mick, when it's after worlds, so he'll be able to compete after that. Um, Uber Nick wants you. If you're a halo content creator, uh, who would like to take part in future community tournaments, please reply to this tweet. I don't want anyone to feel left out. So again, if you want, if you are a halo content creator, um, and you want to potentially be featured in community tournament down the line, reply to that Ubernick tweet. It's in the Google doc of the show. It's of the show exclamation point channel to chat. If you're watching live or if you're checking out the YouTube bod or the audio version of the show, it's in the description. Check it out there. What is up? Fresh citrus. How are you? I love me some fresh citrus in my mouth. 
I do. Fuck yeah, daddy. So, next up, Money Tuesday event has been announced. It's by LVT. You know what it is. $2,000 plus crowdfunding. Money Tuesday presented by Power A and Lucid Sound. That it's, it's happening tomorrow, folks. It's from the time we're recording this on Monday. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. 5 p.m. Eastern time. Last Spartan standing pro lobby, including Snakebite, Renegade, Boo Boo Doo Boo, Claytron, Royal 2, King J, Gunplexion, Bobster, Bound, Lucid, Formal, Stress, Rammy, Soulstype, Truck, and Mickwin. At 8 p.m. Eastern time, we have the undercard. King J and Royal 2 going up against Boo Boo Doo Boo and Claytron. And then 9 p.m. Eastern time, William, the main event. Bound and Stellar going up against Formal and Lucid. It's going to be a big one. Who do you got in the in the undercard here? King J Royal 2 versus Boo Boo and Clay. I'm going to say King J and Royal 2. That's that's what I was thinking too. Nothing against the other guys, but I'm going to say King J and Royal 2. Who do you got in the main event? Oh, Bound and Stellar for sure. Yeah, that's what I thought. They've, Bound is just a king of twos. He is, and we know what happened in the recent pro series. So you'll talk about that later on in the show. We'll get there. Things look spicy, to say the least. Spicy. <laughs> spicy indeed. Thank you. Uh, I just want to say, Yogi, welcome to the live show. And Alexis, welcome to the live show as well. It's good to see you. I hope you're having a great night. Final news story of competitive, that is. Europa Halo's Dream Pass has been announced. Announcing... Europa Halo's Dream Pass. Get it like the reflection corner, but yeah, dreamy? Yeah, I still don't have the wind chime. That's okay. A pre, uh, Jamar will get that reference because he's all caught up now. Um, a pre-land cup with three DreamHack Halo Valencia team passes and HCS points are up for grabs. It's an open EU double elimination tournament. Saturday, June 11th also drops on Twitch. That's what it fucking irritates me. Like I love that Europa Halo has them. Don't get me wrong. What I what I don't like is when I see, like, so the HCS has really good graphics now that they released. They've released over the past two weeks on like the the schedule for the week on like broadcasts and whatnot. Um, and then the replies are like, if there's not drops, I'm not watching. Hey, to the person who commented that, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Signups are going to be live soon for this uh, Europa Halo event. By the way, just going to throw that out there. What's up, Mythic? Good to see you as well. I That's mean, oh, I mean, I've watched streams or had streams on just for drops. Just for drops. Right, but are you going out of your way to go on Twitter to be like, I'm not watching unless you have drops? No, if I want to watch something, I'm going to watch something. Thank you. If I want the drop, I want the drop. That's my point. We get it. Viewers get inflated because of drops. They do. I guess, yeah, just don't, you don't have to announce it everywhere. It's true. It's true. Uh, that's it for the competitive news. Yogi asks, are you guys going to Orlando? No. Unfortunately not. We're, we're going to try our damnedest to make Seattle work for Worlds, but uh, Orlando's not in the cards this year. It's just not, unfortunately. Uh, but we did go to Raleigh. We did go to KC. So we're, we're going we're gonna to shoot for Seattle. We'll see what happens. But Orlando is unfortunately, you know. Um, your upcoming tournaments presented, uh, Jesus Christ, your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by none other than 
Maddie Rums, a.k.a. NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo sports needs. And maybe buy some of uh, some of their merch. Daily tournaments, Will. Two of them. First Blood UMG. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Will. Uh-oh. Do you read chat? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> for those wondering... Uh, the Mrs. Mayhem in chat is Will's wife, Vicky, by the way. And she uh, says, I want to go to Orlando. Will, I, I want to go, but fucking look passes. I'm not condoning. Flights. I'm not condoning robbing a bank. You know, I'm not, I am not condoning the robbing of a financial institution. You ever see the movie jumper with Hayley oh, yeah. Christensen? Yeah. Yeah. We need to, I need those powers. Boom. In, out. No security trip. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Fresh said, uh, wait, I'm not going to read that. I'm oh, not gonna, okay. Fresh, I see you, man. I see you. I appreciate you. I'm not going to read that, you know, for reasons. <laughs> um. All right. Monday, June all 6th. Right. Yeah. That's today. Uh, the Padia Circuit split number two begins, and then we have the HCS FFA series for Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, EU, and NA all today. On Tuesday, June 7th, we have the Money Tuesday by Louis V. Titan. The Halo Rec League FFA series continues for week number three. And then the HCS Pro Series final for Australia, New Zealand, and Mexico. On Wednesday, June 8th, we have the Knights Arena uh, weekly Halo Infinite 4v4 in the HCS Pro Series final for EU for the week. And then on Thursday, June 9th, we have the Halo Agent 4v4 in the HCS Pro Series Final for North America for the week. On Friday, June 10th, we have the Armageddon Expo Halo Land and the Knights Arena Monthly Halo Infinite 4v4. On Saturday, June 11th through the weekend, we have the Nerd Street Champs Qualifier. And then on Sunday, June 12th, we have the HCS Pro Series Qualifiers for Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, EU, and NA as usual. Vicky says you already have a place to stay. Yeah. Well, that didn't no. sound. That was not confidence inspiring. That was not confidence inspiring at all. Vicky's probably sitting there like, the fuck you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for your upcoming service of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Check out noobcombo.com for all your Halloween sports needs, brother. And their merch too, if you want to buy it. All right, well. What do we have next? Roster Media! But also, our topic of the week. What do you want to have it on? Which, I don't know. It's up to you. Maddie says, new merch, hat and t-shirt. Hold the presses. Hold the presses. We're going to go to noobcombo.com right now. Oh, man. I'm going to click on the merch button. Kind of near the top left. Ooh, that's like a baseball-esque type dealio. Noob Combo Old Time Tea, 25 doll hairs. You can buy it. What's the hat? Is it the dad hat? I thought I already had the dad hat. It's not the dad hat. What hat is it? Is oh, it? You had the snapback. I don't have the snapback. I have the dad hat. I'd be willing to bet. Bet? Oh, maybe you do have. Is the it the different color of is the snapbacks? The the colored. Oh, snapback. never mind. It's Brent. Yeah, the royal blue sporty snapback. 
All the at the bottom, they the have sporty. the sporty snapbacks, guys. They're sporty. Sporty snapbacks. For all your Halo E sporty needs. Oh my god. L M A O will Wowzer Bowsers, bro. How's bad? Can we move past this now? Yes, we can. Go, go check him out. Maddie says he doesn't name them. Well, that's, I mean, that's bullshit, but okay. Whatever. Um, Sweet. It's time for our topic, which is also roster mania. Because, duh. All right, Will, how, how, do, we, how do we want to do this? Do you want me to run through it like normal and then you talk about it afterwards? Like, it's up to you. We can do that. Do you want me to run through the, the major, like... Yes, we should do the... Let the, me do the table. Oh, I was going to say we should start with the things above the table because oh. the table is the results of that. Okay, do you want to talk through the top then and I will go through the table? Yes, okay, that sounds good. So first, changes in Navi Halo Infinite roster by Navi. Uh, following the conclusion of the HCS 2022 Kansas City Major, where Navi finished off 21st through 24th because they are fucking god-awful, the Halo Infinite roster has undergone some changes. Uh, Liam Mighty Bourbon... A uh, 20-year-old from the Netherlands has replaced Brandon Respectful Stones. There you go. All right, kind of the one that really shocked the fucking world over the week, last week. Uh, Ascend, yes, Ascend, the the undefeated EU roster, Ascend. They the the roster who I like has basically never dropped a map, Ascend. They dropped Shady. Um, and they state, today we part ways with Shady. Going forward, the team believes that in order to reach our highest potential internationally, we had to make a hard decision on the future of the roster. We would like to wish Shady all the best in the future. Hashtag rise up. Hashtag please. Um, regarding Shady and the Ascend roster, this is by Sika, one of the members of that Ascend roster. We think that it's necessary to explain ourselves and what happened before this decision. It's important for us to write this tweet longer because we don't want people to blame Ascend as an organization because they've always been great and professional with us and at the same time we're human beings as well. We all feel affected by the way people are reacting without knowing the truth behind our roster change, thus why we want to explain it to the community in the best possible way. First, the most important thing to say is that we didn't drop Shady because of the latest tournament. We've been winning for 19 months, and he is and always will be a part of it as much as we are. Then why? Why would you make a change a few days after this result? So the answer is quite long, and everything won't be fully explained because we believe that we have to respect the privacy of the whole roster. To be honest, the chemistry on the team hasn't been working since Raleigh. There are some things that happened in this land and onwards, and many of us thought about leaving the team or making changes at that point. We kept all this private. Nothing from us that could lead anyone to think that our team was having issues or, or uh, and everyone kept thinking that a sense Halo fairy tale won't be over anytime soon. In the end, everyone decided to continue on with the roster as it was, but I think lots of us had something in the back of our mind expecting that changes might come and that the chemistry between the players and the team just wasn't working out anymore. Obviously, because we're still winning everything in the EU, it was easy to just try and ignore it and keep moving on. But in the end, and even when we were winning, we all felt the effects of a bad team chemistry and a lack of motivation to improve. When we went to tournament, it was GG guys and everyone leave the call without any forms of celebration. Our passion strictly became a business. 
even though we've been enjoying it so much for our whole life, leading us to become professional Halo players. I personally was asking myself, should I stop? Should I go back to my studies? Should I give up on the all, uh, all the time and passion I'm putting in? I had no answer for that. But things were harder and harder to handle, especially when in everyone's mind, it was sure that we wouldn't keep the same roster next year. We were at a point where we were playing it with a very talented player, but we all knew that it couldn't last, and it does feel so fucking bad. Practice became tasteless. We didn't try to improve as a team anymore, and the consequences are simple. We were not getting better. It became impossible to see eye to eye with this team. Some felt frustrated, some felt mentally broken, and victory couldn't heal us, couldn't even heal us anymore. This is why we decided to make a change, to learn what it is to strive for victory once again, to get our passion back and to give a meaning to everything. We hope that this will make sense. We wanted to make this decision clearer without going deeply into the team's privacy, and we would like everyone to understand the way we feel. Please don't be hard on Ascend. They've only tried to help us as much as they could since the beginning. We've had several calls with our mental coach, and we tried to make this team work as much as possible. We weren't capable of keeping doing so, so um, but they've helped us try in every possible way. We would like to end this explanation by wishing good luck to Shady for his future, because he'll always have a bright future ahead of him in Halo. Thank you for reading this sincerely. Sika, Legend, Snipe Drone, and now Kronos. So there you go. That was... A insane because they were winning yeah everything but that just i loved the response i love that they decided to keep the personal stuff out of it too uh-huh. that they just said hey this is happening you know they, they gave some insight about how practices just were practiced no one was really gelling it seems like the comms were stale like you said they'd say ggs and everyone would leave like there was yep. no like no no just talk or anything you know it was perfect. It was it was perfectly yeah. well said. Um, obviously, besides the grammatical errors, but that's besides the point. I'm just giving <laughs> shit. I'm just giving shit. No, it was it was a great response. Uh, they didn't even need to give a response, but the fact that like the fact that they they knew all the backlash would come from it, like who's going to blame who, blah 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 blah. And no, they got out ahead of it. Like, hey, we want to get a we want to get out ahead of this before the shit storm starts and be like, hey, it's not the orcs' fucking fault. We made this decision as a group and they helped us every step of the way. Yeah. So awesome. Good for them. Next up. So I said, I've been saying it for a long time. Will SSG needs to make a fucking change somewhere. I wasn't expecting this one. So SSG drops Rami. It's by Rami. He says, now officially a free agent, SSG will be going in a different direction, currently looking at all options. And then I wanted to include this. Because, Will, you would put out a tweet, a personal one. Yep. Um, so we'll talk about that in a second. So uh, first, uh, this was originally going to be the topic of the show, but I looped it in here because it is part of Roster Mania. Okay? Orgs discussing roster changes with players. So collect... Uh, part of Space Station Gaming regarding Rami put out the following. Wasn't even told Rami was dropped by anyone on my team. Kind of cringe, but whatever. People can just lie, not tell me shit, and do whatever they want. Didn't even give me any options. Sick! Um, But that's not... That's not all he said, Will. 
as a matter of fact, in what I believe to be a now deleted tweet, um, I'm going to bring it open here in just a got goddamn second. Give me one moment. Um, Josh is searching. Where the fuck are you? I don't I'm guessing it's know. another, it's the, the deleted tweet you have. Yeah, I saved it as a screenshot. It's on the other computer. Fuck it. Whatever. It's fine. Can you summarize? Well, he's just mad. Okay. He's just further mad. Just fur, further, even more mad. Okay. So there's that. Um. Oh, Yogi. Oh, no. <laughs> he says maybe Collect should just bench himself like Sparty did. So, um, from Trey, he says, that was one thing we decided for Oxygen Esports is that we would have open dialogue about team changes. Even when it's tough telling your buddies bad news, gotta be honest, it's just respect. Hoaxer replied with, for the life of me, I cannot understand why this is such a difficult concept to value and respect. It's paramount for the scene to grow long-term. Spartan replied with, Player management needs severe improvement around these parts. Communication is worse than most of my past relationships. And then Hoaxer replied with, players have plenty to introspect on just the same. We'll jab back. Yeah. You know? Thank you, Hoaxer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree completely when I read that. Um, Oh, my God, Alexis. <laughs> Every team should just have one player bench themselves in solidarity. Fuck. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Make a statement to the org. Yeah, no. instead of lethal getting dropped, he just benches himself on Sentinels. Oh, wouldn't that be something, huh? Renegade benches himself on Cloud9. Spartan can step, uh, or not Spartan, but uh, Snipe Down can step down to play Apex. <laughs> just bench himself just on Just bench himself. Face. Oh, my God. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah. All right, so you tweeted, Will. Yeah, I tweeted. I was tired of this shit. Like, okay, I put out a tweet that was basically saying, your org does not have to tell you about team changes unless it's outlined in your contract. Like, they're the organization putting together this team, paying the salaries. They can make a team change without you knowing. You do not run the team. You work for the team. Now, I get the sentiment of players lying to each other, not telling each other about moves they're making. Um, especially if it's someone you respect, respect and trust and like you have that bond as teammates and they're just like, Oh no, you're gone. But ultimately it is the team's decision, the org's decision. And this is where I've talked about it before, where a player's union in esports could exist so that there are outlines and guidelines of these types of things that go on. Now it's, it's so difficult to do because every esport is different in the way it operates. Um, also PR for the players. <laughs> yes. PR for the players. We established that with the Spartan situation. Yes. And this, this, this is where we get, you know, players get agents, you know, the, the org doesn't talk to the player. It talks to the fucking agents so that there's a buffer between these goddamn egos. Uh, you get the, you know, your bargaining agreement between the organization or the, it'd have to be like the HCS and the, the players. 
yeah. what the HCS provides, which then they would have to tell their org, their partner teams what what's expected, and then the the players get those benefits or whatever it may be. So we're saying it's the HCS PU, the players, HCS union. players union. <laughs> It's a real stinker. That is. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. Anyway, it just it seems like they're 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 arguing about or mad about something that's out of even the the players controls at control at time. I found the collect tweet, by the way. Oh, you got it. It okay. loaded finally. Uh, he he is in a reply to himself, like to continue on his talking point. He said, and I believe this is deleted, like I said. Uh, he said, LOL, every piece of information about what my team was doing wasn't even from anyone on the roster. It was from other people. Every question I asked was completely deflected and ignored. Love the professionalism. Great work, guys. He's mad. He's just mad. He was venting. Okay, there's the other side of it too, where like if your org is is looking for a trade or something, and it doesn't come to fruition, it's the whole Spartan situation all over again. Yeah, like why would you even bring it up? Mm-hmm. You're gonna play out the season the way it is anyway, right? And, hey, and that's the thing too. It's like if you're working together, this is I don't want to like put an umbrella over this, but like if they're working together and they're playing well and they're progressing, nobody's getting dropped. But they weren't. I mean, I can see some orgs wanting to make a change to make a change. Oh, sure. But at that point, I think that's kind of a different scenario too, you know? But like the the Ascent situation, they were winning and winning and winning, but the team wasn't gelling. And they all made the decision to be like, now granted, we haven't heard Shady's side of the story, right? We heard the other players' side of the story. Yeah. And from the other players, it sounded amicable. Like, well, this is the change that we're proposing. Regardless, it feels like a 3v1 scenario, so you're kind of out. But that's that. And clearly they talked about how while we were winning, the teamwork wasn't working. So why force ourselves through that if we can make a change here, something that we feel will help us in the long term, and let's keep let's keep going. This This SSG situation... I mean, the Spartan situation, we said it from the get-go. Why the fuck were they teaming in the first place? Ryan Ubin Spartan. Even McWin said it. Everyone knew it. Everyone in the scene knew that it was a powder keg waiting to explode. Everyone knew it. And they even, they even talked about fucking right after Raleigh is when shit started going down south. Right. Which proves kind of what was said before about Ascend winning isn't everything, gelling with the team. Yes. Seems to be the most important thing here in Infinite. Teamwork makes the dream work. What's up, Shio? Welcome back. Uh, Justin says, it's just hard because other than like League or CS, is there any esport that's a long-lasting thing? Like all these things were developed in sports because hockey's not going anywhere, but every game has the potential to just disappear and lose all following. Even COD has the potential to completely crash and not be the game anymore. You're not wrong by any means. That's why we have traditional sports and esports. Traditional sports have been around forever. Esports have not. And esports are on a trajectory to last a very long time. But you're right. The games 
the games, not necessarily. Maddie says it's a difficult balance. You want to keep the players happy and enjoy playing for the org, but you also can't just let them run the show. Absolutely. It's a business. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I mean, ahead. when it comes down to it, if you like the org or not, what you get from the org is what's in your contract. If you're, if you, if you negotiate that you need to be brought in on team changes on your contract, then sure. But if the org wants to make a change without telling you and it's not there, then that's, it is what it is. Like, so, um, I didn't put it in the show notes. Um, but I'll just read through it right now. Uh, did you see Kenny uh, Vaccaro's statement about G1? I did not. Okay. So Kenny Vaccaro, uh, for those who don't know, um, he's the founder and CEO of G1. Um, he was a former uh, professional NFL player. Um, and this is his statement about his organization. Um, I've had situations where I'm talking to my Halo team and they're not playing together and they don't like each other. They're not meshing. And I'm literally tearing up talking about playing beside Kevin uh, Bayard. I probably mispronounced that name on the football field and what it means to play for your brothers and how much better you play when you're playing for someone you really care about. It's the same thing in gaming In halo. If your four people can't mesh, you're not going to win a championship. Same thing in football. If those 11 or 22 people don't come together for a common goal to achieve something, you're probably not going to win a super bowl on the differences between the industries in the NFL. It's really a business, right? It's a business in esports, but in the NFL, they're not putting the player before the brand. They just don't. Everyone knows it's a business at the end of the day, and it's all transactional. I came in with the thought process of, yeah, I'm going to make smart business decisions for me, but I'm also going to treat players how they need to be treated. I call them athletes because they really are. It's remarkable what some of these kids can do, and there's a reason why other people can't do what they do. I wanted to put the player before anything and develop relationships the right way, just like some of the good coaches that I've come across. On Discord, we're like in a locker room almost. There's a G1 office that our Halo team is in. I will pop in there and we'll just shoot the shit and talk. And then I have everybody's numbers and I check in that way, just because that's the type of person and owner I want to be. I just think it's authentic. So the reason why I talked about that is because we talk about the gelling of a team. Oh, yeah. Um, I love how he, br- now this is one mindset, right? But I love how he brings in because we make football comparisons all the time on the show because we watch football all the time. And he talks about the differences between the NFL as a purely business and transactional environment. And then esports kind of being like that as well, but him not wanting to him wanting to kind of break that mold and be something better for his players. Um, and he talks about how, like he, like some of the coaches that he was with would instill that mentality within him. And he he wants to bring that mentality to the esports realm as well. So I just love that statement. Obviously I hope everything works out with G1 as an organization. He clearly seems like he cares. Um, do they have other teams in other games? That I don't believe so. I think they started with Halo. I think they're currently only within Halo. And anybody can correct me, please. Please do. But I think they're just in Halo right now. Maybe with intention to to, uh, expand into other games. but Because, I mean, when you talk about these giant orgs that have 
squads in a lot of other games, it is more of a it's business. Yeah. Right? Yep. Now you have like a, because it feels to me, yeah, a lot of this does feel transactional. Well, you had fucking um, evil geniuses, like for for their for their Counter Strike roster. I think it was. Didn't they like? Did, did you guys see this in chat? Did you guys see this? What I'm talking about? Where evil geniuses like signed a shit ton of people to their to what is supposedly like a rotational Counter Strike roster that they have. Because they want to like develop players or something. I swear to God, that's what I saw. And I'm like that, what the fuck is that? But then you also have, you have like a hundred thieves. You have an envy slash optic. You have uh T one, you have phase with multiple teams in multiple, multiple different games. You're right. It is. It does feel more like a business scenario. You want your teams to win because winning brings in sponsorships. Sponsorships bring money. And that brings more eyes to you, to your organization that sells more merch, whatever it may be. So, uh, but Maddie said, and, uh, Alexis says that G one has a lot of content creators. Yeah. So I think the only team that they have is in halo, but they have a bunch of content creators outside of it. So, um, and Alexis says, as much as I love Halo, it's still wild to me. Orgs like G1 and Quadrant have started their dive into esports through Halo of all things. I mean, hey, the hype, the hype was there, right? The hype was there when it was first coming out. Like, this is going to be a return to form. That's what everyone was saying. We saw through those rose-tinted glasses. But, like, um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I just, I just like that statement. Um... Okay. Ready for the big ones? Sure. Okay. Um, these next two pieces are, are from Dixerto. Um, they are not 100% confirmed at this point in time. So take everything with a grain of salt. Um, but fuck it. We'll talk about it. Sources G2 targeting Australian Halo star barcode to replace Tusk. G2's Halo team is looking to bring in dominant Australian star Alex Barcode, I'm not going to try to pronounce that last name, as a replacement for Daniel Tusk Ruiz on the North American roster, according to Dexerto sources. Um, Kruzmanovic. Kruzmanovic? Kruzmanovic. Or is it Kruzmanovic? Manovic. Manovic. I don't know. That's why I didn't want to try. Yeah, I wanted to try. I appreciate that. I just know I'd fuck up, so... <laughs> um. We talked about it last week where if Barco does want off the Chiefs, where would he go? Um, if he wanted to make the move to the United States, where would he go? Um, the, the only thing I'll say, and this is nothing against any of the players on that G2 roster, if we're looking at pure placings, okay? Pure placings. To me... Adding barcode does not take you to the next level. And I love the kid. I think he, I think he's a phenomenal player. I just don't think only adding him brings you to the next level. Um, and I talked about it again last week, I believe, where from a dad and older person standpoint, right, as an old head, um, 
where I'm thinking about this from like a financial standpoint, from a life standpoint of him moving to the United States for Halo. The only thing I could say in a positive is that if he does get signed to G2, at least G2 is fucking huge. So hopefully that contract is nice for him. You also got to look at the fact that he is an up and comer. Like, he, Oh, for he, sure. He's proven he's got the skills. Uh-huh. And for me, it's kind of only up from here for him. And this might be his foot in the door into NA. And if he can prove himself on G2, that might open the door into other organizations, other organizations kind of like a bound situation. Now, other people have been making the comparison around him and uh, Ogre One. So Ogre One, uh, I believe he still currently lives in Australia, um, but I believe we'll be moving back to the U.S. Um, Barcode living in Australia. They apparently have played together. They, I think they've streamed together, whatever it may be. Um, for those who don't know, Ogre One is the team manager of G2 Halo. So if that comparison is being made, then, you know, hell, there's an opportunity there. Um, again, it's just, I'm, I'm basically now at a mindset where anything can happen, right? Uh, at fr- when I was so hesitant about the, why the fuck would you drop Ola for formal after getting second at Anaheim? Like, it, it, I, I was so stuck in my head. I was stuck in my head about why the fuck would you do something like that? And now... Granted, it hasn't panned out well as of yet after KC. Um, but who knows? Who knows where it's going to happen there? And then we're going to talk about the next piece here in a little bit. But, like, I, I guess I'm now in a mindset where I'm going to take it as it comes. Anything can happen in this fucking space. Hale's a wild, wild west out here, man. It's crazy. And, fuck, if Barcode wants to come over here and he has a real opportunity on that G2 roster then you're right. This is not only just a stepping stone, but you're right. This could very well be um, the, the sky's the limit for him. He finally has an opportunity to come over here and compete with the best in the world. And he's already proven himself over there. Like, we already know that. He's the winningest player over there, more likely. And he has a real shot coming over here, competing against the best in the world in North America and just progressing further. Whether that be sticking with G2, whether that be moving into a different team if he really proves himself further, hell, I wish him the best of luck. I just really hope that, again, this is from that dad mentality, I just really hope that if he does come stateside, that he's okay financially. Because I, I want him, life's about taking risks, right? It's That's what everybody says. Everybody says life is about taking risks. And he's definitely young enough where he can be taking these types of risks for sure. I just want him to be okay. That's all. It's a big, big, big move coming over from there to here. And like, not, not to get political on the show or anything, but it's a different type of political structure as well. Like there's a lot of things you have to take into consideration when you're coming over to the state side, healthcare, whatever it may be. So like I said, I just hope he's okay. If he, if he makes the move over, he's got the talent, no doubt about it. Um, Real quick, catching up. Um, Alexa says, it definitely doesn't confirm anything, but the Chiefs' most recent scrims on Halo Data Hive do not include Barcode on the roster. Yes, it, it did not. And also in the uh, Pro Series, uh, he was not on there either. Um, Nono says, he would also need an org that can deal with the visa process. 100%. And G2 could. Because I believe G2 has international teams. 
Like they, they were an international brand before. I'm pretty sure G2 was an international brand before picking up this North American Halo roster. I could be totally wrong on that front too. Yeah, same as Fnatic. I, I thought Fnatic was the same thing. Yes. Um, I feel like G2's Rainbow Six team was... Um, Maddie says they're one of the biggest esports orgs in the world. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, I thought I thought they got into... G2 has a North American Rocket League team. Did G2 get their start, though, internationally? Like, that's what I thought. I thought they got their start internationally. I could be wrong. Jeez. 100%. So, I mean, dealing with the visa process, uh, G2 currently has a Rainbow Six team that includes someone from Germany, the UK, Brazil, Australia, and... Again, another UK player. So, so yeah, they definitely and, and no, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying you like no, no. I'm just like clarifying. It's it sounds like G two would definitely be an org that could handle the visa process for him. So there wouldn't be an issue there. Um. So yeah. And then Maddie says, "Yeah, Germany." He believes so is where they got their start. And like I said, I think Fnatic was around the same thing too. They were international first before picking up a North American team. But yeah, um, like I mentioned, Barcode has the skill. 100%, there's no doubt about it, he has the skill. Again, just from this 30-year-old dad mindset, I hope he <laughs> yeah, is he'll okay. He'll be fine. That's he'll what I fine. hope. If it doesn't work out, he goes back home. Good to go. Uh, there you go. There you go. Um, thanks, No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Some Minnesota nice bullshit coming out. All right. I just didn't want you, I just didn't want it to feel like you were being attacked or anything based off the question that you think uh, or what you have said, right? That that was my whole point. So, and I know it sounds like you didn't feel like that. I just want to make sure you did feel like that. See, I'm just fuck. Okay, so, so nice. I want to like clarify, make sure everything's good. You know, we're good. Hey, hey, that's yeah, it. yeah, we're good. Good. That's okay. It. Um. All right. The last one that we have here before you're going to go through the updates to the table. Um. Again, this is unconfirmed as of yet. Um. But Sentinels Halo are targeting Renegade to replace Lethal on the Dynasty squad. Again, this is by Dexerto. Dexerto sources have confirmed that the Sentinels Halo squad is looking to replace two-time world champion Tony Lethal Campbell with Cloud9's Jonathan Renegade Willett. Sources have confirmed to Dexerto that Sentinels are working hard to reach a buyout agreement with Cloud9 to bring Renegade to the team. Um, and Maddie said it's all but confirmed. Yeah, I, I yes, I understand. Um, and then uh, in a... Um, not in this article, but it was also said that apparently lethal would not be retiring. Um, so, okay. Where does he go? Dude. And then I'd, I'd kind of hope he'd get his revenge a little bit. That's what I am hoping for as well. Now, again, we don't know the full story behind this. We don't know if now apparently this was like a thing that has been talked about for a little while with that team, supposedly. Yeah. Um. What uh, now? I don't know if it's a again if it's like a teamwork scenario, if it's a meshing scenario. Don't know because they've been together for so long. It's the it they've been together the longest out of any Halo roster, if I'm not mistaken. So, this would be. This would be a un not unbelievable because unbelievable is not the correct word for this. Um, apparently it was known in KC. There you go. Says Maddie. Um, this would be a move 
people are people are going to remember this move. If this if this is real, which everything sounds like it's going to be, um, this is going to be another one of those scenarios where people are going to look back on this one. This is this is this could have the same ramifications of a um, lethal leaving EG to go to CLG. This could have that type of scenario. Um, as to whether as to who benefits more. We don't know where lethal's going to end up. You know, that's the question. Where does he go? Does, does, and I, and I don't want this to happen, but I'm just going to say it. Does optic drop APG and pick up lethal instead? Right. Because if, if lethal, if lethal was to be picked up, I wouldn't, if lethal still wants to compete, I guess he would like, would have to see what happens in terms of contract. But like, I wouldn't want to go to a space station. I wouldn't want to go to, a team who hasn't been placing well, I'm used to winning. I want to be on a top roster, like a renegade situation. If he was to leave, if he is to leave cloud nine. And from what we're hearing, his personality has to fit in with a squad, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. So. And I we, don't know. We know that lethal and formal have teamed together in the past. So this could be a reuniting of that force. They what if, mean. What if what if this is what brings Snipe down back to Halo being like, all right, Lethal, you you left. They've they've slighted me, they've slighted you. Let's get these motherfuckers. <laughs> they go. They make they come back together they again. Snipe down lethal formal and uh whoever else. No, 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 no. Snipe down lethal McWin and Ola. That could be interesting. And they come back. Hundred thieves. Hundred thieves. We just we we. They're gotta come in at some point in time, right? We're just willing this into existence. They, I, seriously, man. Um, Maddie says I think it's bigger than the EGCLG move. I think to me the reason why I say that, Maddie, is because at the time, it was crazy. They were winning. It was it was crazy that you, it it's something I personally I just didn't see coming at all. And what felt like out of nowhere, lethal just up after, what was it? Right before X games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right before X games. He's just like, all right, peace out guys. I fucking have this opportunity over here. And it panned out incredibly well for him. Yeah. EG won X games, but like right after that, it was the CLG show from then on out. But it was just in terms of, Moves within the scene that I didn't fuck. I didn't see that coming. Same thing with like the renegade scenario where I didn't see that coming. Yeah. That was a surprise. Like great. It hasn't happened yet. Like it's not, it's, it's all but confirmed at this point, but still, um, snipe down lethal McWin APG, uh, optic signed Spartan. Oh, pistola, not McWin. So snipe down lethal pistola and APG an optic signed Spartan. Hey man, I don't fucking. That scares me. So lethal. Um. All I know is that you better believe everybody online, or like the keyboard warriors, are like, "Yeah, I told you it should have happened." Fuck Tony. He was the weakest link of that team. He had the lowest KD every single game. He's trash. He's washed. But like. Oh my 
God, Alexis. The team has got the retirement home vibes. Seriously. But, like, I want... Everybody loves to hate Lethal. Um, because, like, his his trash talk, his, like, his... his uh, his personality, I guess you could say. His demeanor? Yeah, because he's not really a trash talker. He's just like... He's a troll. He's... Yeah, that's... He's trollish. Um, But no, I, I would love... If this is going to happen, which it sounds like it is, if and when this is going to happen, I really hope he does get the revenge tour. I really do. And APG, no offense to you, because I think you're a phenomenal player. And I think you've been done dirty like throughout most of your career. But if you were to be let go in place of lethal, which again, I don't think should happen, but like if you were to do that, then goddamn, I hope that Optic go on a fucking tear. Not just because I would love for Optic to actually win something in Halo again, besides the one year in H5 where they pick up the CLG roster. Yeah, and then fumble the negotiations. Yeah, and then promptly get rid of said Halo roster. Um, I just, man. Maddie says, people will say that, but if they don't win after getting Renegade, those people will hear it right back. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's the thing, too, is that that's the thing that I hate about this scenario, right? Is that we talk about in football all the time that teams are in a... Uh, um, a win now mentality, Yeah, right? They make all these moves in the off season. They get their draft picks, whatever it is. The draft happens. Free agency happens. Team players get healthy and they like, we're, we're in a win now scenario, right? That's what it really feels like with all these, Halo, like these, these roster changes in Halo. We're in a win now mentality when let's say everything, the dust settles, right? Renegade is on, um, Sentinels. Lethal is God knows where. And let's say Sentinels don't win the first event. Orlando. Let's say they don't win Orlando. Guys, they had less than... They, they had, depending upon when, the, when and if this thing happens, they might have a month, two months to practice for it. And if they don't win, it, it, changes aren't going to fucking happen overnight. Now, I know what people are going to say to me in response to that. Did you watch the pro series where Bound subbed in on Cloud9 and they won? Sorry to spoil something for later on in the show. It's an online fucking tournament. I do not want to hear it at all. Because I already know people are like, oh, it looks like he just fit. It looks like everything. They're just kicking it right off where they left off. It was an online tournament. That does not translate to LAN at all. You want proof? Look at Optic Scrims. Look at all that. Look at the phase invitational. Look at all that. You think that mattered when KC came around the block? No. It didn't matter at all. Not in the fucking slightest. So get this one Pro League tournament out of the way. Wait till you get to land. And I'm wishing Bound the best. Like, if Bound does end up on that Cloud9 roster, if all these trades happen, if all these contract negotiations happen, and all of this, when the dust settles, is done. I wish him the best. I do. Because we want every team to succeed. Obviously. It's just... Stop basing off one fucking online tournament and be like, see? 
At least he's fucking winning with them. Online fucking event. Calm down. Where do you think Lethal ends up? Oh, gosh. I I can't even speculate at this point because I've only seen him with the Optic Squad. Like, I really don't know. Or with the... Sentinels. C- CLG Optic Talk Sentinels. CLG Optic Talk Sentinels. I've only seen him really interact with those guys. Like, I don't know who he would gel with otherwise. So... Real quick, because I, I found this laughable. Uh, Matt Maddie says, it's like Elamite said. It's all about worlds. Elamite, the coach of Space Station Gaming Halo, uh, in the most recent documentary series for Space Station Gaming, really well done, by the way, genuinely, um, at the very end, it, actually at the very beginning and the very end, Elamite says, uh, I don't care if we, I'm paraphrasing, uh, but he said something about, um, I don't care if we underperform at every event leading up to worlds, as long as we do well at worlds and not the other way around, then I'm fine. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like obviously be working towards worlds. That sounds fantastic. You ain't getting anywhere close with the way that you guys have been playing. There's how I'm going to get shit for this. We talked about it in the discord server. I didn't really want to air it out here, but I'll just say that, Rami wouldn't have been the person I would have dropped from that roster. There would have been two people I would have gone like, time's done. Let's get some fresh faces in here. Try again. With the way you guys have been playing, I don't think I don't see worlds being. And please prove my ass wrong in Orlando. I know you said you only care about worlds, but please prove my ass wrong in Orlando and do something crazy. Do something magical. I'd love, yeah, I'd love Space Station to pop up towards the top. And make wearing the merch worth it. Other than the merch being fucking fire, because it is. The merch is amazing. Um, no, no, said they make the plan and then one and done. Yep. Seriously, they, they, it's, they talk about how, uh, like they don't want to have to play through open bracket. They want to make, they want to like be there in champ bracket right away, making it like making it in pools right away. And I'm like, why the fuck does it matter? You get bumped out immediately. It doesn't fucking matter. Literally. If you watch guys, I'm not kidding. And again, the documentary was good. And if you go back and watch it, all the footage that they showed, all of it, all the footage that they showed, was from the Chiefs series that they had in pool play. Because guess where they made it after that? Home. And now they talked about how another series they they didn't they weren't able to use because the footage wasn't there. Um, but either way, I don't give a shit. The fact that Maris the only footage from a pool play match against the Chiefs. Oh man, they need to do fucking better. Seriously. Um, Alexa says for a roster that's supposed to be veteran experience guiding fresh talent. It's comical that their greatest rivalry is with the team of entirely rookies. That is fanatic. Yup. Yup. It's it. Frankly, it's sad. Like I said, there were two people that I'd get rid of on that roster. If I was the GM of that roster, I do it. I would have done it. I would have done it pre KC. Cut ties, start new. 
That's what I would have done. Um, I'm I'm so sorry to derail about the SSG situation. It's got heated there. Um, but lethal. What's <laughs> up, Shaggy? Was me. <laughs> Am I old for saying I, that? I, my mind went to like voice tubes. My man. Shaggy, welcome to the live show. This is yo, yo, yo. First time catching you guys live. Amazing setup. Thank you so much. Also, the logo is not real. <laughs> I feel we have to say that for people who are tuning in and be like, oh my God. Do you actually have that on the wall? No. It's a graphic. It is. It looks really good though, right? Yeah. I feel like it did the color coding pretty well or the, the blending. We did we did really good today. We got we got the red and blue behind us, yeah, the logo wearing, up there. We're wearing the red and the blue. We got the red and blue cables. The logo do look nice though. Wait. Fuck yeah, fresh. It looks fresh. Like citrus. Where do you okay, In so my mouth. let's 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 round up the lethal talk. Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. Where lethal. do you see lethal ending up then? Because I have no idea where he would go. Unless it's a lower tiered team. Um, and I get predictions wrong. Our predictions are always wrong. Always wrong. But um if Optic were to make a change, and I know everybody said they hadn't, they're not. Um, but if they were going to make one, it would be APG for lethal and in my mind, that'd be the only thing that makes sense to me. Um, because if I was lethal, um, and again, we don't know the, the contract stuff here. We don't know, like, because it's apparently, um, Sentinels are trying to buy out Renegade because obviously cloud nine don't want to fucking get rid of Renegade. Yeah. And he's going to be going for top dollar. Right. Um, and also cloud nine is, going for uh bound is what it sounds like. So they don't want lethal. So it can't be like a swap for swap. You know what I mean? So I don't know what the, I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, but if it was just like an apples to apples thing, then like I said, the only, if I was, if I was lethal, if I was Tony, then I would want to be on a, on a team competing for a top spot. And the other, the only team that is competing for a top spot, that's not an absolute dumpster fire, uh, United is optic. That's it. They're the only other one. What if, okay. So what if it happens? Cause like in my mind, you have all these stars that might end up on a fucking bench, right? Yeah. What if they were just like, all right, we're going to do this like six team rotation and we just waive the buyouts for everyone because like an NBA, NFL, NHL, yeah, like a trade trade. Mm-hmm. Like it's a thing that maybe could happen again. We don't know the contract negotiation. So it's hundred thieves time. The window's open. Let's go. Let's go. There would be, I would love to see them step in, but with uh, their new ventures into making a game and what they have tied up in CDL. I don't know if it's possible. Who knows? Um, But it would be cool. Shaggy says, LOL. I've heard it looks sick. Normally just listen to uh, in via Apple podcast. Hey, well, thank you for tuning in live. It's greatly appreciated. Good to have you. And thank you for listening to the show regardless. Thank you so much. Um, but like I said, if, if it was up to me, if I was him, which I'm not, since I'm winning so much, since I'm used to winning and I'm used to that mentality of going in with the intention of winning an event. Um, and I don't, I don't mean to talk for him, but like if I was him, 
then the only team I could see myself going to to actually have a chance to continue winning because clearly Cloud9 doesn't want me would be Optic. United's a train wreck. Phase is a train wreck because we don't know we don't know what Snipedown's doing. We don't know if Bound is officially going to Cloud9. So let's say Snipedown doesn't play Halo anymore, only goes to Apex. Bound does go to Cloud9. Phase has two people on their roster. Does Lethal go there and try to build something up with another player? Maybe. Maybe that's a possibility because Bound and Falcated are phenomenal as well. Maybe he starts to bring that organization back into stardom, if you will. I could see that too. I'm pretty sure you meant Boo Boo and Falcated. What did I say? Bound. Sorry, Boo Boo and Falcated. My apologies. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Boo Boo, Doo Boo, and Falcated. Yes. Um. So does that land? So if say he does go to Optic and they somehow do get rid of APG, APG, where the does, only thing I can see. Where does APG? That's another thing. Like, would would APG APG goes to Phase or United? Oh God. United is looking for someone to fill Spartan shoes. Right. Because what I was thinking was if lethal was to go to phase, then Spartan would get picked up by phase as well off the United bench. And that's that the, the other thing I the other thing I'm thinking of is all these teams are trying to make this move right now. Right. It sounds to me now, I don't know for sure because I, I, for the record, I want to say this. I do not know. But from what the sounds of it are, players are being signed to one-year contracts for the start. Yeah. yeah. So, and we talked about it in this Discord, if Lethal was going to retire, which it doesn't sound like he is from what we're reading here, um, if he was going to retire, why don't they just wait till the end of Worlds? Like, it's two events. Why don't they just wait till after Worlds, the contract's up, then Bob's the your change. uncle, and then make the change? Every team makes the change. It's because... I get it. They want to win. Like, I understand. It's yeah. just like, it's crazy to me that, and again, it's the business side of it though. All these teams are trying, supposedly trying to go through all these hoops, all these buyouts, all these contract negotiations when we're just two events away. Now, granted they're big. They are very big events with a lot of money on the line. Million dollar prize pool for worlds is nothing to scoff at. Let's be fucking real, but it's two events. And if all these contracts are one year and they all expire after worlds, do whatever the fuck you want. Go be free. This is almost why I would want optic to stay together. It's like they, you know, in F1, the term is they undercut the field. They got their change in early and they, that team can work and stay together and have that consistency. Now they need to be better than what they've been. Oh, hundred percent. Land could land seems to be a different story for them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's your team changes could look great on paper, not be great in practice. Yep. Um, Alexa says, I'm genuinely so curious who actually wants to take the Sparty seat on a United. It was such an ugly affair that it probably makes the concept quite unappealing. And then Maddie replied with, I think it's more who would want to be with teammates that will go behind your back than playing for EU. There you go. I, mean, I, don't know. I don't have anything to add. The, United is a dumpster fire right now. And FaZe appears to be a dumpster fire right now. That's, I, I have no fucking idea who wants to play for either of them. Yeah. Good point. If I, if I was a player, 
I would much rather want to be on FaZe than E-United because of, like, the pedigree of FaZe. You have Boo Doo Boo and Falcade already there. Yeah. They don't sound like they go behind people's backs, at least, and probably want to go there. I don't fucking know, man. It's crazy. All right. But, yeah, that's the, the lethal thing. If this truly does happen, which, as everyone's been saying, it sounds like it's going to, um, it's just a matter of time. This it's going to be huge. It's it's going to, sh- it's going to send waves throughout the scene to be like, Hey, it can be anyone. Yeah. It can be anyone. If renegade leaves, it can be anyone. You can be, you can be arguably the best player in the game, right? People say that Renegade is the best slayer in the game. People say Lucid's the best slayer in the game. Like you, you could be considered the best player in the game, and yet your spot could be up for grabs. Doesn't matter who the fuck you are. Whether it be organizational issues, whether it be team issues, whether it be you coming to the conclusion that, hey, I don't think this is working out for me. I'd like to explore my options if you allow me to. Whatever the situation is, it's just a player's seat at the end of the day. crazy fucking crazy it's i was not expecting this my predictions are wrong every single time but i was not expecting this at all first first the renegade one like just like just like ascend why the fuck would you want to leave something that you're winning at and it i couldn't believe it was just because they got second at kc there's no way that was it I believe it's a clash of this, like, um, egos, not e. Well, maybe ego, but like renegade, the word is not confirmed. No, nothing. No one said anything, but the word is that like renegade just wants to win. That's it. He just wants to win. And that's, you know, he's, he's a little extreme in that. And maybe that's what's causing tension with the rest of the team. So then I, that's, that's what I talked about last week where I'm just worried. So what if he does go to Sentinels, this, this goes through and they lose. What are you going to do now? You're going to sit there and pout or are you going to, are you going to try to move again? Or are you going to try to focus and win? Because I get it. He saw near immediate success. Now he was on straight ripping before, like during Halo five, he was on straight ripping before splice. Let's be real for, for the folks who don't remember. And they didn't have great success. But that's where he started to get the Renegade name. He was proving himself, right? Once he got to Splice, yeah, they saw immediate success. That success continued, and we talked about it. it that Cloud9 roster is literally that Splice roster, but it's Penguin instead of Shotzi. And since they had that practice, they clearly showed that, hey, we're still fucking here, guys. Nothing's changed. Okay, let's calm down. And then they win Anaheim. And then they they get second at Casey. Like, it's just, I, I, if Renegade is really that, it couldn't just be because he wants to win. There has to be something else going on there. Because if I just want to win, personally, if I was in that scenario and I just want to win and I got second at the event, what do you think that's going to do to me? Make me want to compete harder to win the next one. Not be like, well, great so, run, guys. So, so I'm out. Well, let's put this together. 
Go ahead, please. It was stated earlier in chat that Sentinels knew Lethal was on the way out prior to KC. Ren- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Repeat what you said. Lethal was on the way out prior to KC. Okay. C9 loses to Sentinels at KC. With a lethal that might be on its way out the door. Renegade catches wind of that and says, if lethal's out, I want to be on the winning team. Sure. Move. I want out. Sure. Drama. Egos. Whatever. All that fuckery. And then now we have what we have. So then my concern, and again, I want him to succeed. Don't get me wrong. Um, my concern is like play style. So we're trading a, we're trading a quote unquote role player yeah. for a dominant slayer. Say so that's exactly what happened with optic. Now, I don't want to say that it's going to be the same thing that happened to optic, but as we did see with optic, it didn't pan out in this first event. Now, granted, when you look at, I've been seeing a lot of comparisons. I'm going to bring the NBA into the mix for a second. So we're seeing a lot of comparisons between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics, right? Those are the two teams in the NBA finals, okay? Um, current series is tied one-to-one. The reason why I'm bringing them up into this right now is because the Golden State Warriors have an unbelievable amount of, uh, they have an unbelievable stat line in players that have been in finals games, okay? Okay. The Celtics have none. Optic Gaming, in terms of Halo, has Formal, who has been in championship positions in the past, but the other three haven't. I bl- I don't believe APG has. Sentinels, ha- I would say not Worlds Championship. Sure, but he like MCC. Right, but I'm ta- I'm talking like MLG National Championships. I'm talking about HCS World Championships. Sure, right. Yep. And then you have Sentinels, who've been there, done that multiple times, so they know what to expect. So in that regard, I could see Sentinels doing better with a Renegade than like starting off than Optic picking a formal and seeing what happened here at Casey. That's the that was the comparison I was making. Sure. Um, Relent, welcome. He says everyone wants an easy way to win. No one wants to take the long hard path. And agreed, agreed. And they don't need to. I'm not saying there is going to be a long hard path. I just don't want Renegade, and I'm not saying he will. I'm just, I just don't want him to. Um, if they, if this trade happens, and they don't win Orlando, then I don't want him to be like, "Well, fuck me." Should have stayed, you know. And I don't think he would. I think he would fight harder, and then they'd come back even stronger at Worlds because we know how Sentinels are. We know the mentality that they have. We know what they're capable of doing. They are winners. Plain and simple. Um, Alexis says, all I'm saying is that this time it would be so different right now if Fnatic hadn't choked the game five versus Cloud9 in Anaheim. <laughs> now, wasn't that a pool play game, though? I thought that was pools and didn't matter. Alexis, please correct me if I'm wrong there. I know that they took Cloud9 to a game five, and I really thought it was a pool play match. Oh, it was winner's bracket? Oh, holy moly. That would be funny, huh? Then Cloud9 would just make the dumbest loser streak ever. It just dominate. Um, 
will be funny is uh, if they lose to C9 at the next event, if this happens, who knows, man, who the fuck knows at this point? It's just it, what I find hilarious. And I keep thinking about this is bring it back to the point of like, why don't they just wait till the end of the year when contracts are up anyway, and then just go ahead and make all the moves Because all I can think about in the back of my mind is that no org is going to let this happen until the end of the year. Like who's going to get rid of your, like how, how, again, I don't know how the contract shit works, but like if, if they are, if, if cloud nine are really fucking trying hard to get bound, if sentinels are really fucking trying hard to get renegade and Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, what if nothing happens? And we're just back at square one. Like, well, Renegade's magic himself. <laughs> I have no fucking idea, man. I, I honestly think it's going to be a domino effect. Because, like, once one team oh. ponies up the money to buy someone out, then that team has money to then buy someone out, then that team has money to buy someone out. It'd have to be Sentinels making the first move then. because Sent, uh, Cloud9 would have to accept the offer on Renegade from Sentinels because... Lethal wouldn't be on a team. Lethal would be dropped or benched. He'd be benched until he was bought out. That would start the domino effect. Yeah. Because then Cloud9 would be like, all right, let's go back to phase. Hey, fuck you. Give us bound. Snipe down doesn't want to play anyway. Give him here. And then phase are like, ah, fuck. All right, we got money. Hey, Spartan. Hey, United. Spartan. Come here. <laughs> that's, that's it. There we go. We got it. And as anyway. Shaggy said, zoinks. <laughs> All right, uh, you want to run through the table? Yes, um, we'll do this quick. These are, okay, so there is a table on Reddit yes. by Maddie Rums. It's a Roster Mania mega thread. I'm talking about the changes that happened from last week to this week. If you'd like to know about the other uh, original tables, go check out our previous two episodes under the Roster Mania section. Or just click on the link. Or click on the link in the show notes. Um, so here's what we have for changes. Suppressed from Exit to Space Station has been confirmed. Yep. Cherished from Oxygen to Shopify Rebellion has been confirmed. Of course, we talked about Bound to, po- to um, from Phase to Cloud9, possible, not confirmed. Renegade to, uh, to Sentinels, not confirmed. Lethal, free agent, not confirmed. King J from BBG to free agent has been confirmed. Lakar to Exit. Not confirmed. Tusk to free agent. Not confirmed. Rami from space station to free agent. Not con- or has been confirmed. Sorry. Yes. Um. Blackhand has picked up three players in Glory GGs, Mista, and Sir Ebby. Confirmed. This is EU, by the way. Oh yes, EU. Yep. Um. Navi is sending respectful to ascend, but not confirmed. Potential. Uh, Mighty from free agent to Navi confirmed. Shady from ascend to free agent confirmed. Barcode possibly going to the Chiefs as we talked to, or from the Chiefs to G2 as we talked about before, not confirmed yet, but it's rumored. Yep. Um, and then also for Australia and New Zealand, Final Form has picked up a team. Um, this is two free agents, from a member from Demons and a member from BBR, and this includes Jordan, Jr., Benji and Loli. And last but not least, another rumored player move in Mexico, Nugget going from Cruelty to LLNM. And there we go. That's it. Um, Alexis says, I feel like Respectful to Ascend is fairly confirmed. Shady is on uh, Online Warriors now in place of Respectful after all. Well, hey, maybe that's very well the fact. So, 
yeah, we'll just we'll wait. The reason why we say not confirmed yet is because we haven't seen the tweet from the org yet. That's all. Once we see that and we see the table get updated, well, there it is. Will, thank you very much for reading through that changes to the table. Yeah. We'll do our best, like Maddie and folks are doing their best to keeping that table updated. I'll do my best to keep the updated table in here as well. Um, all right, scrim and tournament league recaps of the week. Uh, I don't have any scrim recaps really of note here, but if you want all scrim recaps for any and all regions in competitive Halo, head on over to halodatahive.com, uh, your home for uh, your statistical Halo needs. Um, and all tournament recaps and personal stats as well, if you want to go check that out. And Will, what did we have for the tournament league recaps over the past week? All right, we'll start off with the Halo Rec League FFA series. This is their second series, and we have our week two leaders. Tied for first is Jukes and Deedle FPS, and third is Golden Guy 333, and fourth is Stim. Moving on to the HCS FFA series, we'll start off with Australia and New Zealand. In eighth place, we have Rogue 103. Tarnsky in seventh. In sixth is Aleo. Fifth is Elik. Elik. Fourth is Benji. Third is Bandit. Second is Scoobmeister. Scoob. Scoobmeister in first went to Swayze. Um, out of the Mexico region, in eighth is uh, TU Television. Seventh, uh, Hades. Sixth, uh, Strenny. Fifth, Magico. Fourth, Guriloco. Third is uh, Johan MC. Second went to Guardian. And first went to I Not Jerry. Out of EU. In eighth place, we have uh, Will Ugly Shane, Wafts in seventh, Zufa in sixth, Eastwood in fifth, uh, Liberation in fourth, uh, Bastos in third, Simply Gambit in second, and Warrior O'Neill taking home the win in first. Uh, And then out of North America, in eighth was Hulk Go Ham. That's a good name. That's a good name. Uh, seventh went to Steezy 2Ks. Sixth went to Demon Sue. Fifth, Pac Mandela. Fourth, uh, Mathia. Matthias. Matthias. Uh, with a bunch of numbers. Third went to Gunplexion. Second, Avenue. And first went to OG Halo Noob. You go ahead and continue. I'm just reading through just in case. Perfect. Moving on to the HCS Pro Series. These are the Mexico results. In fourth place went to Leave No Witness, which included uh, Lure, Rorch, Strikey, and Noble. Third went to LLNM, which was Nugget, uh, Gambino, Luderick, and Primgel. I don't know how to... Still don't know <laughs> how to fucking name. Uh, second went to CN. This is uh, Johan MC, Bullet, Guardian, and Magico. And first went to Pittsburgh Knights. Yet again, taking home a win. Tapping buttons, pool, drifting, atso. Who would have guessed? From the Australia, New Re- Australia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> New Zealand region. Yeah. Wow. Brain, complete brain fart there. In fourth place went to uh, next. This is Lunchy, Shrekman, Lith, LL, and Noobles. Third went to Digital Nation. It's Bandit, uh, Text Dry. Rice and just tough. Second went to Dire Wolves. This was Bald, Dino, Vamped, and Zirkle. And first went to Final Form, Injustice Jr., Jordan, and Benji. 
HDS Pro Series for the EU region in fourth went to J-Lings Esports. Septic, Quad, Morga, and Cristola. Third, Ascend, Legend, Shady, Snipetrone, and Sika. Second, Online Warriors, Respectful, Moe's, So Snaky, and Flux. And first went to Quadrant, SLG, Shad, Chick, and Rex. Congratulations, boyos. All right. HDS Pro Series North America results. Josh, you put some text in here. Did you want to read that? Or do you want me to go through it? Go through the results first, and then we'll do the text. All right. In fourth place, KCP. Tolix, Druck, uh, Soul Snipe, and Manny. Third went to G2 Esports. Straight Sick, Rami, Gilkey, and Sab. Second went to Optic Gaming, Lucid, APG, Trippy, and Formal. And first went to Cloud9, Eco, Stellar, Penguin, and Bound. Um, some teams to note complexity in fifth, sixth with space station G one, uh, seventh and eighth with torrent. I just think if all teams were competing in that, where would space station end up there? Anyway, I feel like I just throw a shit. Ton you of shade throw, at yeah, that you team. are, you are. Today. I really do. I'm just mad because they're not better. That's all. I just <laughs> want them to fucking be better. I really do. Want them to be a top tier org. I do. I want to fucking. I want to be one of the people shouting space station in the in the fucking crowd, man. Whenever, Hell yeah. when everyone else is rooting for Sentinels, you want to be the space station guy. I do because like they, they have a really they have a cool fucking cosplay with the with the Spartan armor. They they have the best merch in the fucking game. The guys are really cool to talk to at the merch booth. Yeah, like they just they got a cool vibe to them as well. They just they they've got it going on. It's just, that team doesn't. After they put you in their video. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> Seriously, it's it's fucking, it's crazy to me that the, the thing that I, I, the big thing about that team is the thing I can't root for because they're just bad. And I want them to be better than that. And then you have the whole Rammy situation and Collect being pissed off. And I'm like, God damn it. Fuck. Two people. You can figure it out who I'm talking about. Go ahead. The text. Okay. From hoaxer. Uh, he states, I'm assuming these are tweets. Yes. He says, also, I have to tip the hat to the boys on optic for, uh, conceding the win to us in that game two, when one of their games crashed at 46, 40, many, many teams would have contested that instance and motioned for a restart with modified win conditions, despite the context. Nice. So they were this down is, by six kills and they just conceded the win. This is the second time, second or third time we've seen something like this happen. Yeah. Um, where a team just takes the high road and just concedes when there's like, they, there's no point in continuing on. Um, really good to see. Really good to see. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, and this is from Bounty says one HCS Pro Series number five GGs to Optic Gaming as always. Shout out to the Cloud Nine boys for giving me the opportunity to sub in. Hashtag phase up. So I included this tweet because he he could either be authentic or trolling as fuck right now with the hashtag phase up at the end of that tweet. Right. You know, it's just when I read that I'm like, you motherfucker, Bound. Like, you're just egging everybody on right now. Is he going to do it? Is he not going to do it? Is he going to Cloud9? Is he not going to Cloud9? Hashtag phase up. <laughs> phase. Like, uh, I read that tweet and I'm like, you motherfucker bound. Oh, I love it, but I hate it. 
Man, it's such a troll post. Seriously, it's what it's really what it felt like. It was so funny. Just just the hashtag face up on the end. Yep. I'm like you. But yeah. All right. Is that that's gonna do it for tournament league recaps, son? Awesome. Optic need to do better. Um, let's time for the regular news. Team snipers. Oh, Maddie says, for me, it was the shout out to Cloud9 for letting me sub in. Yeah, it's just the whole tweet in general, you know. He never talks and types like that. You mean he wants out, you know. He wants out of phase. Um, all right, Team Snipers is in Halo Infinite. Well, kind of. So, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, the Halo account tweeted out the following. Stay frosty and check those angles. Team Snipers has arrived. Experience shoddy snipes, brute snipes, and covey snipes today. In other words, not regular snipers all the time. Because apparently the skewer's a sniper. News to me. I mean, apparently the stalker rifle's a sniper. It's like a DMR. Yeah, kind of. More damage, though. Is what, it's three headshots to kill with Stalker? Just two to body, one to head. Oh, yeah. there you go. I mean, yeah. But how many shot, How many headshots does it take to kill with the sniper rifle? One. Anywhere on the body with the skewer. With the skewer. <laughs> that thing is meant to take down vehicles. Yeah. I just find it so fucking funny that, like, you, three, four, three. You don't need to give a shit ton of different variants to a fucking playlist that people want. Just stop. Just get it through on the maps. If you're saying it's team snipers, then have snipers and shoddy snipes. That's fine. And you could do, I mean, I would be okay with the variants on the shotgun, right? Get the heat wave in there because that's also a three shot kill like the bulldog. Oh, you shot and oh, 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 uh, but that fucker travels. Which makes him more of a sniper. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, you're turning into one of them, Will. No, don't do it. Um, yeah, Team Snipers is in Halo Infinite now, but not really. So, there you go. You have, like, a, a percentage chance to actually get an actual Snipers game. This should be called, like, Precision Slayer because it's precision weapons. Actually, I think Mangler's in it, too. I think so. I heard, saw somebody talk about how Manglers was a variant in it as well. Okay. Uh, I think. I'm okay. not entirely certain. I'm not playing it, so there's that. Uh, Cannon Fodder Encyclopedia Extravaganza by Alex Wakeford. Um, oh, Manglers is secondary, says Maddie. Because it's Get a, the fuck out. Oh, it's a shoddy. It's a shotgun. It's a, oh it's a shotgun pistol. Oh, my God. Pistol. Fucking kill me. But it's not a one-shot beatdown anymore. The Bulldog is. If you get up close and personal with the bulldog, it's a one shot melee. Not in ranked because of the melee damage reduced. But well, the me the melee damage reduction was across the board. It was just re increased for BR. But I'm I'm still pretty damn sure right, that the right, bulldog right. is a one shot beatdown. It should be. Yeah. Not always. When you when you're dead like dead ass right in front of them though. Yeah, yeah. Um. So there's that. But yeah, the mangler, get the fuck out of here. Mangly dangly. Bam, Alex Wakeford, that article, I'm not going to read it, but you can go ahead. Um, and then finally, the Xbox Pride gear collection has been updated, expanded, 
It looks wonderful. It's by Xbox, and they say, show off your style and feel free to be you. With Xbox's Pride Gear Collection, this Pride Month, Microsoft is donating to orgs that support LGBTQIA plus communities. Seriously, go check out the line that they have. It's fucking awesome. They have new Halo stuff in there. Um, they have the old Halo stuff in there, too. They have stuff for all a bunch of the other franchises that they have, so go check it out. And that's it for the regular news. God games watch uh CDL major three results. Will we talked about it last week where we thought there's a chance. <laughs> there was a chance that the rocker were gonna do something. They had the best map count out of any team leading up to this major. But guess what, Will? It was online. And what do we talk about all the time? Online don't mean shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the optic gaming of the Halo scene. I mean, of the CDL scene, but it's not actually optic. It's the Minnesota rocker. <laughs> you may win everything online, but you're not great on land. And holy moly, did we see that happen? We lost our first winner's round matchup against the LA thieves three to two, who we actually, I think beat three. Oh, online the previous week or whatever yeah yeah so online doesn't mean shit and then uh but we 3 0 the boston breach to send the breach home packing with a not a single map win sorry breach but then uh our friends to the north um their home event you know but uh our, our friends adjacent right Minnesota's okay 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 <laughs> uh, They three owed us. They did. And sent us home. So there's that. Um, but you know who did not get sent home, Will? Who's that? The team that won the whole thing. And the team that won the whole thing is a team that I don't think anybody expected to be in this case. We were talking about it before the show started, where this team was considered the worst, one of, if not the worst in the league last year. Um, they were bad at the beginning of this year. And frankly, no, but I don't think anybody expected them to make any type of run. Well, not only did they make a run, but they didn't drop a single series in the winner's bracket. That's right. Your winners were the Seattle fucking surge. And they won the grand final five to three against phase. Wow. I believe major one and two phase lost both grand finals five to two. So they've improved <laughs> and they haven't made a roster change. They haven't made, well, yeah. Well, have, <laughs> did you hear the stuff about a Yeah. Yeah. I heard. Yeah. Apparently a doesn't practice. Doesn't show up on. T- All right. I got to give the context now. Please do. Um, so Katie Bedford, ex call of duty analyst, girlfriend to the coach of phase. Yep was on stream and she kind of let loose a little bit saying something like maybe if a BZ would show up on time, practice with the team, not be late, actually work on his S and D game, things like of that nature. So apparently he just, he just shows up when he wants. And it went further than that um, because somebody like quote unquote reported on it and the coach clapped back and the quote unquote reporter I'm putting in an air quotes because I don't know if it was actual reporter or not, but like clap back again saying, look, she said it in front of everybody. Yeah. I'm not, not going to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like don't air out your dirty laundry. If you don't want it discussed, 
plain and simple. It's not his fault. So, um, it's it's just interesting to me that, like, if if she knows about that and she feels that way, that must mean like for me that means the coach feels that way. Mm-hmm. Which then what's happening with the teammates? Right now, the team dynamic's going to be a little fucky. Might be. We might have another. We might have a Halo situation. So Beasy's going to bench himself. <laughs> My God! In demand, the coach be moved. See you later, Maddie. Have a great night, bud. Thank you so much for stopping by. As always, appreciate you. Um, the, I, yeah, I just, I, I, I still can't get the fucking Spartan benching himself thing out of my mind. But either way, congr- I don't want to take anything away from what the Surge were able to do here. Yeah. Congratulations to the fucking Seattle Surge. That is amazing. We dropped accuracy, and look where he went. Gets a major win, and look where we are. Well, yeah, I feel like we dropped major maniac. They win challengers. Look where we are. <laughs> also, I think Neptune was on that Challengers roster as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Major Maniac. But yeah. Oh, man. Congratulations to the Surge. They they earned it. And I, I was also talking to Will, again, before we recorded the show. I want to point this out. There have now been three Majors for this Call of Duty. Um, and for all three, it's been a different winner each time. And arguably all three, you could, you could argue about optic, but like all three had teams that you wouldn't necessarily think were going to win a major optic, considering how wishy, wishy washy they are. They win their home event to kick off the season. That's fucking awesome. The gorillas who have never done anything throughout CDL's lifespan, they make a fucking statement, take home the second major win. And then the Seattle Surge, who were arguably the worst team last year, not very great this year to kick things off, come in and win major number three. Just amazing. Amazing diverse, like diversity of skill. Love to see it. Love to see it. Didn't Neptune earn more from that major than the subliners did? Oh my God. Well, the subliners did get eliminated round one, so by London, no less. Oof. If Maddie's still here, then, I mean, that's his team. So, you know, sorry, Maddie. Not sorry. Anything else you want to add for COD? Nah. Good. That's it for COD and other games. Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures of the Nailovers. Another game, too. Will, what'd you play over the last week? Uh, Still playing Infinite. Halo Infinite. Infinite. <laughs> sure. Um, got um, words. Got my challenges done so I could get the stance with the crossed arms like the, the you know, the eSports pose. Are you rocking it? I am. I'm, I'm still rocking the one. This. The, the cross fucking. The, the, well, you got the one, get the arms folded. It'll be. It'll oh, sure. Great. I just think it's funny that like nobody does this. They always do this. Where you pointing? That way. Um, I don't. Just, uh, yeah, played some ranked. We played on Thursday. We did. We did play on Thursday. Yep. Um, I played Friday for a little bit as well. Um. Yeah, and then Sunday I finished my challenges. Yep, that's what happened. Did you feel that your challenges were easier? 
than like than season one. What was the ultimate? The remember? ultimate challenge. Yeah. Was it kill fifty in LSS or kill thirty in L or, or in or, uh, in like a? Yeah, it was kill. It was kill thirty in land grab. Okay. Which yeah is a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff like. I had a challenge that was get a kill with the with the the, um, shock rifle. I played like five maps without getting a shock rifle. So I was like, you know what? Flip it. And then it was like, play three. It was, oh, get 30 seconds in, in the hill time in land grab. Oh, it's nothing. Yeah, one game. That's like one hill. Yeah. Yep. So I was. I mean, it's not one hill, right. but like you get it. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. It's fine. Um, but that one was frustrating. Sure. I did have a needler kill that didn't count, so I had to get it again. Three four three. I mean, it was pretty easy, guys. To do, but come on, it was uh, a tracking issue. Apparently, awesome challenges. Um, challenges. But yeah, they have been a little bit easier, I would say. Okay, overall, I think my the the week that I went for the the ultimate, like the 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 first week that uh the ten that the ten right the fracture was available, um to get that visor. Mine were, I believe, overall easier as well. I had a couple duds in there, but overall, I think it was easier than season one. Yeah. So. All right. Um, and then I played a game, Roller Champions. I don't know if you I've heard. Have, yep. I've heard. Yep. But yeah, it's a 3v3, like, roller derby. There's a ball. You got to tackle the enemies. You got to go around. Is that in PlayStation Plus? It's free to play everywhere. Oh, it's everywhere. free to play. Okay. Um, it's free to play everywhere. Okay. Um. I enjoy it. It would be more fun with other people that I know to talk to and play with. Um, I've just been solo queuing. You have, so the premise of the game ball drops into this arena. You got to skate around. There's four gates that you have to get in succession to be able to unlock the goal. If you skate around the four gates once it's a one pointer. Okay. Skate around twice. It's three points. Skate around it a third time. It's worth five points. And the, uh, first team to five wins or when time runs out. When you were playing this game, did you at ever at one point in time think to yourself, he was a skater boy. No. I said to you later, boy. No. No? Oh, no. missed opportunity. I know. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, <laughs> but the problem I'm running into is after the... Like, whatever team scores the first goal, mm -hmm. someone on the other team will just quit out. And then you get an AI player. And that the sucks. AI is not up to par. No. Kind of like in Halo Infinite. Oh. To be able to, to, to play the game when it's 3v2. Right. Um, so, yeah. If uh, they need more people in their game, and people that don't quit out after getting down one goal when it's a game to five, that's like quitting after a first flag cap and... CTF, just play it out. There are people who are really good at the game already, which is insane. Um. Anyway, okay, I do enjoy it though. And they have it's again, it's free to play. Battle Pass cosmetics, um, store. There are you can get loot balls, which give you items. Okay. Uh. Uh, you can earn a few in the battle pass, but then I got a couple from watching 
watching in air quotes drops on Twitch as we talked about. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. That's all I really played this week. What about yourself, Josh? I played two games. I played Halo Infinite as well. Um, I for the first time since season one, um, I finished my placements because we were playing on Thursday. Yes. Um, got D three. So there's that. And then which I've, means you're an Onyx. That is not what that means at all. I'm not an Onyx player. Let's be fucking real here. Um, I'm not. Uh, it, get you there. It, okay. And then um, <laughs> I'm not. And then uh, I played some Horizon Forbidden West. Um, just dibble dabbling back in that. And I will say this. Uh, side quest in that game, surprisingly good. The side quest? Yeah, surprisingly good. Hmm. And funny. Yeah, like dialogue is really good. So just want to throw that out there. That's what I played. Perfect. Yeah. Short, sweet, and to the point. Let's get into some shout outs. Before that, uh, Alexa says, Josh to SSG confirmed. Yo, the two people that I want removed. <laughs> I'm not nearly as good as a professional player. I want to make that fucking point absolutely clear. I'm not as good as a semi-professional player. I am not that. Uh, shout out to everyone who joined the community playdate. Um, we didn't have one because I wasn't there. So I apologize. Wait, I, pl- I sent a message on oh, Discord. Oh, you did. You got an LFG going. Yeah, and I played with uh, I Slay Goliath and uh, I forget his gamer tag, but his name's Nick. So thanks for the games. Shout out to I Slay Goliath and Nick for joining Will on his uh, faux playdate. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We had, oh God, okay. Hold on. Let me back this ass up. We have Elevated Smurf, Tover, Papa Thickness. That's a fucking phenomenal name. Very nice. Vigilant Skull, uh, Boak, Boakums. I probably mispronounced that. I apologize. Uh, Raids, Bird Eastwood, Warrior, and uh, Gravity Killer. Thank you all very much for the follows. Greatly appreciate it thank you so much and then also uh goalie sniper aka justin lafleche with the 17 month resub as well you again get a whoa thank you very much sir <laughs> um happy belated birthday to jesse sile uh happy birthday today to k mattify um of which if you haven't watched the uh little interview we did with him at kansas city go check that out on our youtube channel and then a very special happy birthday to taylor aka goalie snipers fiance Happy birthday, Taylor. Hope you enjoy the day. Um, and give Justin all the shit in the world, please. Because that's what we live for around here. That's it for the shouts. Let's get to the community curations. We have Halo memes every day. Red.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. We have clips of the week number 160 by High Tech Redneck, along with some Splitgate clips in there, too. I see a lot of people hopping back on the Splitgate, you know? Maybe you have to jump on that. Uh, we have snap sliding tech. This is by feed. So you know how you had like ledge sliding or curb sliding, whatever it was? Yeah. Now there's something new. It's called snap sliding, Will. Snap sliding. Yeah, we got something new to look into. Oh boy. We will regain SSG Halo Doc HCS Kansas City by Space Station Gaming. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Rammy was in that video. You ain't on the team anymore. Uh, Halo Infinite North American Pro Series number five. Oh, wait, no. Becoming Champions Against All Odds is by Sentinels. It's how they won at uh, Kansas City. And uh, Lethal might not be on that team later. 
Um, Halo Infinite North American Pro Series number five highlights greatest plays moments chokes compilation by Devious Grunt Alliance. Always love the compilation videos that they put out. Go check that out. And then finally, Halo ODST Operation Whiteout, a fan-made cinematic in 4K by Halo VFX. Go check that video out as well. And that's it for the community creations that I have for the week. And that's all I have for the show for the week. So, Will, if you wouldn't mind doing me a solid and plugging the show. As always, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We are on platforms such as iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. And Pocket Cast. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. If you want to join the community discussion, please take a look at our Discord. Join the Discord. Say hi. Maybe join some games. Talk about movies or whatever. IRL. It's all there. Do that. Link is provided in the Google Docs show notes of the show. Do that. Or on the link tree on Twitter. Do that. I think that's where, it, where, it's, where it's at. I uh, think it's there. Yeah. If you want to find us on socials, we do have a Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Search for HS Pro Talk there. Uh, if you want to check out VODs, our short interview series we did at Kansas City, it's all up on YouTube, youtube.com slash HS Pro Talk. We do have our own website, hsprotalk.com, with a link to the merch in the top right corner. If you want to join us for a live show, I'm skipped over Twitch. Uh, find us on Twitch twitch.tv slash HES Pro Talk every Monday at 7 p.m. Central. Roughly. Roughly. <laughs> we like to give ourselves a little buffer just in case. You know what I mean? You never know. We might get ta- uh, stuck in conversations about golfing or we might. Uh, movies or just jackassery that's happened over the week. It's true. Um, Very true. And last but not least here, do not forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolve. Make sure to check out EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo! They have great shows such as Podcast Evolved Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus Book Clubs, Build With Blocks, and Halo Headlines. So make sure to drop in and take a look around. Our show's on there too. That it is. Beautiful. Sweet. That's all I got, Josh. Will, thank you as always. And for those who are tuning in live, thank you very much for listening uh, and checking out checking out live episode 238 of HCS Pro Talk. Um, if you're checking out the VOD or the audio version of the show, thank you very much as well. I don't know if you're able to see me seeing you right now, but know that I greatly appreciate you. Um, and yeah, I don't really have much else to say. Uh, I'm just anxious excited about the changes that are supposed to, that might happen with rosters sooner or later. Um, it's definitely going to shake up the scene in more ways than one. Um, but Hey, it's, I guess it's just the nature of the beast and Orlando is going to be fucking crazy. If this is any indication, if any of these actually go through, then Orlando is going to be fucking insane. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this week. We'll be back next week to talk about some more shenanigans of what happened within the scene that we all love and love to hate and hate to love, but it is what it is. And in the words of our show, we'll have to wait and see, but until next week, bye.